Hello, this is Anvati from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 25th of July. Four Congress MPs have been suspended from the Lok Sabha for the entire monsoon session for upholding protests with placards inside the House over price rise. Speaker Om Birla had earlier warned them to behave and hold the placards outside the House if they wanted to protest, NDTV reported. The suspended Congress MPs are Manikam Tagore, Jyoti Mani, Ramya Haridas and T.N. Prathapan. Today was the sixth day of monsoon session of the Parliament, which was delayed a little to accommodate the swearing-in ceremony of President Draupadi Murmu. Both the houses have failed to transact any significant business so far since the session began on July 18th. The opposition has been protesting and demanding a discussion over GST on essential food commodities, high inflation and price rise. According to officials, only 27% of business was conducted during the first week in the Rajya Sabha and 16% in the Lok Sabha due to continuous disruptions. The topics scheduled for today were the Family Courts Amendment Bill 2022 in Lok Sabha and the Weapons of Mass Destruction and their Delivery Systems Prohibition of Unlawful Activities Amendment Bill 2022 in Rajya Sabha. Today's Lok Sabha proceedings have been suspended and the session will begin at 11am tomorrow. Meanwhile, Rajya Sabha proceedings were adjourned till 4pm today. Draupadi Murmu was sworn in as the 15th President of India today morning and also the first tribal woman to hold the highest office. During her address to the nation, she remarked that she was the first president to be born in independent India. She added that her election was evidence that the poor in India cannot just dream but also fulfil those dreams. Prime Minister Narendra Modi called her swearing in as a watershed moment for India, especially for the poor, marginalised and downtrodden. Chief Justice of India, N.V. Ramana, administered the oath to Murmu in the presence of Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Union Ministers Rajnath Singh, S. Jai Shankar, Amit Shah, among others. The President of India is also the Supreme Commander of the Armed Forces. President Murmu inspected her first guard of honour at the Rashtrapati Bhavan today as a part of a swearing-in ceremony. Murmu had defeated the joint opposition presidential candidate Yashwant Sinha to win the top post. Before the presidential post, Murmu was the first woman to be sworn in as Jharkhand governor in 2015. The Uddhav Thakre-led Shiv Sena faction has approached the Supreme Court seeking to prevent the Election Commission from deciding who has control of the party. The dispute is over the party name and symbol after a rift created two factions, one led by Thakre and the other led by Eknath Shinde. Shinde is now the Chief Minister of Maharashtra with his faction in alliance with the Bharatiya Janata Party. Thakre has requested that till a decision is taken on disqualifying MLAs who had revolted against him as the Chief Minister of Maharashtra, the issue of control of the party should not be decided. Team Shinde, after forming government with the BJP's support, claims it is the quote-unquote real Shiv Sena, following the ideology of Shiv Sena founder Balasaheb Thakre. Shinde had claimed that former Chief Minister Uddhav had betrayed the Hindutva ideology of Balasaheb by allying with Congress and NCP. The Election Commission has told both the Sena groups to give documentary evidence and written statements by August 8th to prove who represents the Maharashtra party. The Election Commission will then hear the matter. 
both camps have been asked to frame by Wednesday issues for consideration by a larger bench of the Supreme Court and the matter would be heard on August 1st. At least eight people were killed and 16 others injured as a Delhi-bound double-decker bus rammed into a stationary double-decker bus on the Purvanchal Expressway in Barabanki district of Uttar Pradesh this morning. Additional Superintendent of Police of Barabanki, Manoj Pandey, said a bus coming from Sitamadi in Bihar hit a stationary vehicle from behind near Narendrapur Madraha village. The bus was carrying around 50 passengers from Sitamadi. Visuals shared by ANI showed a bus completely smashed from one side, with one of its side panels completely removed. Those seriously injured have been referred to a trauma centre in Lucknow. The identification of the dead is still under process, PTI reported. Listeners, members of the transgender community have been struggling for social acceptance and fundamental rights while facing several challenges, from discrimination to alienation. Abandoned by families, what happens to them when systems designed to protect them also fail to provide them safety? Read my colleague Nidhi Suresh's report titled Shakes Confidence in the Small World We Have Trans People Allege Assault by Cops on Newslaundry.com To know the horrific stories of residents at a shelter home housing members of the transgender community in Delhi. Listeners, if you like the work that we do, consider subscribing to News Laundry. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports free from corporate or government influence only because we don't depend on them for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. Our journalism is funded by you, our subscribers. So if you aren't already a part of our independent news model, subscribe by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from Rs 300 a month. Pay to keep news free. The Supreme Court today asked Congress leader Randeep Singh Surjewala to approach the Delhi High Court with his plea challenging the Election Law Amendment Act that enables linking electoral roll data with Aadhaar. Surjewala had filed a plea in the Supreme Court. It claimed that linking of the cards infringes upon the fundamental right of privacy of citizens. It also deemed it unconstitutional. The Election Laws Amendment Bill authorizing the linking of Aadhaar with voter IDs was passed in Lok Sabha through a voice vote in December 2021. The bench of justices D.Y. Chandrachur and A.S. Bopanna reasoned that as the petition is challenging Section 4 and 5 of the Election Law Amendment Act, the petitioner should move the High Court under Article 226. Surjewala had also called the plan to link the data irrational because the impugned amendment intends to link two completely distinct documents, the Aadhaar card being proof of residence and voter ID being a proof of citizenship. The plea claimed such a move will allow the personal and private data of voters to be available to a statutory authority and in turn increase chances of voter surveillance and commercial exploitation of voter data. He cited the case of Puttaswami versus Union of India in which the Supreme Court had held that the right to keep private data confidential. It also said that private data should not be made available to the government or any statutory body, except in certain circumstances. And it is a fundamental right guaranteed to each and every citizen. Myanmar's military junta executed four democracy activists accused of helping carry out quote-unquote terror acts, it said on Monday. AFP reported that they were allegedly executed for leading brutal and inhumane terror acts. 
Global New Light of Myanmar, a state-run newspaper, said the executions were carried out under the prison's procedure, without saying when or how the four men were killed. According to Reuters, the four men were sentenced to death in closed-door trials in January and April. They were accused of helping insurgents fight the army that seized power in a coup last year and unleashed a severe crackdown on its opponents. The Myanmar military had staged a coup in February 2022 after it refused to accept the elected government, citing unsubstantiated allegations of fraud. Suu Kyi's National League for Democracy had emerged victorious during the national elections. Following the coup, dozens of pro-democracy activists were sentenced to death, but none of them had been executed so far. Myanmar's National Unity Government, or the NUG, a shadow administration outlawed by the ruling junta, condemned the executions and called for international action against the ruling military. Kyozo, the spokesperson of the NUG president's office, told Reuters that the global community must punish the junta for their cruelty. The Assistance Association of Political Prisoners, an independent non-profit organisation, said that over 2,100 residents have been killed by the armed forces since the coup. However, the junta says the figure is exaggerated. The United Nations Special Rapporteur for Human Rights in Myanmar claimed these men were tried, convicted and sentenced without being given a right to appeal, which was in violation of international human rights laws. He asked what more the junta would have to do before international parties took note of the situation. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.